1: Luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to slash style for free shipping and 365
0: day returns. Before the podcast starts, Joe, mm-hmm. do you think you have well,
2: started technically?
0: What? Because I'm speaking right now. Yeah. That's, oh, that's meta. Uh, do you think you could guilt trip the listener into putting a review on iTunes for I us? I think they
2: probably absolutely should because we've been hovering around a certain number of reviews for quite a while now yeah. and I, I check it I mean I'm not obsessed, obsessive over it but I'll check it sort of 15-20 times a day um <laughs> but I'm not weird no, with no, it no. I'm not weird with it um <laughs> so basically if you if you listen to the podcast and you enjoy the podcast and you consume the podcast through Apple give it a review on on there and, and give it the big five stars but look as long as you give it five stars you can say what you like in the written bit you can write the most disparaging thing about me you like Yeah. as long as you give it five stars
0: not me just John
2: yeah it it will hurt John but me I'll, I'll if anything I'll like it <laughs> It will turn me on.
0: I don't know if this is too sad and we shouldn't put it in, but I actually am subscribed to an email service that tells you when you've had new new reviews. So think on of iTunes. John's inbox.
2: Think of John's inbox full and of little the, sad moths.
0: And at the end of the month, it goes: you have had no new reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill uh, me. It
2: suggests like an online therapy course. <laughs> I get served a lot of them at the moment.
0: All Which of my targeted ads. Online for ther- All courses. of my targeted ads
2: are for therapy. <laughs> yeah, maybe they've heard this. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Dream Factory. You know The Dream Factory. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one of them can proceed to the next stage. If we remember at the end of the show, there is a next stage where it'll be inflated to a 100 times its original size and suspended above Westminster impending a state visit. I'm Joel A man who puts the bad in Badil and Skinner. And across from me is John Harris, a man so disappointed that England didn't make Sunday's World Cup final, giving us the all-hallowed, all-desired John Harris derby. John, how are you?
0: Oh, yeah. Do you think they would have called it that on the BBC, the John Harris derby? The John Harris
2: derby. I've seen all of the VTs and the packages they've had to ditch. There's actually a lot of money spent on, on those. Uh, an hour and a half (laughs) preamble building up to the game the John Harris derby the biggest game in world
0: football so for any new listeners I am half French half English so we're actually recording this before the World Cup final
2: had it been England or France would you have been willing for me to paint your body your naked flesh half
0: French half English well seeing as that won't happen I'm going to say yes and when
2: you imagine that have I split you vertically or horizontally and if it's horizontally which half is English and which half is French bottom
0: half is definitely French (laughs) what yeah
2: is that the sexy half? Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's what I would have had you the other way around. You think? Yeah. You think England's the sexy half? No, but I think your bottom half's more English than it is French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all tweed down there. Um, uh, anyway,
2: we're here to pitch some films. Oh, what an image you've got in your head now, though, <laughs> listener. Uh, imagine John is sat there in the altogether, apart from a lot of paint. Mm. Um, is there specific? There is specific body paint, isn't there? But yeah? Yeah, like you can't just... Look, I've you got- can't just go to being cute and so, go, no. give me the tricolour... <laughs> No, because what's handy about the tricolor is that it features the two colours that are also in the English flax. So you're saving yourself a fortune there.
0: I'm not saying you should, but I have definitely used acrylic paint on my body before, but that's a water-based paint. paint. What
2: did you paint?
0: Just half of my face red.
2: Okay, why?
0: Uni. Oh, uh, that's, that's uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. You did do a film degree, so I <laughs> imagine something to do with that, right? Yeah, yeah
0: why yeah. not? Uh, what about this one from Jenny? Ice cream. <laughs> Apt but- in this hot, hot weather.
2: Okay, what? So someone's... Poison the ice cream. Yeah. Hey, look! Here's an original idea from me. There's no ice cream left. <laughs> look, here's the problem. Here's here's a look behind the curtain for me. Here, when I can't immediately think of a film premise, my brain just reverts to whatever the thing was mentioned is is no longer on earth.
0: <laughs> Particularly food. An absence yeah, of food. An is absence Joel's. Of food.
2: That's kind of my over. If I had a film over, every the theme would be that in each film there's an absence of food. It's like the reverse of Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, because there's an abundance of food there.
0: Well, for him, for him in particular, really? for everyone else, nothing.
2: Uh, no, yeah, they don't get a single snack.
0: And at the end of Joel's uh, directing career, people would be doing like video essays dissecting this, fa- like as if it was a revelation. Yeah. like oh, the one thread.
2: <laughs> Hang but- <laughs> on, his his films. There's a theme. Um, all right, ice cream. Let's do better than that. There's a serial killer doubles up as an ice cream
0: man. Or I'll, oh, I, that's really good because okay. classic. You know, kids love an ice cream. How many victims has he got? Murdering lots of children. Hundreds and thousands. Hey. Or is it haunted ice cream? Is (laughs) there a ghost? Is it like a monster that's ice cream? That's fun.
2: That is also fun. I don't see why the two are mutually exclusive. (laughs) There's two threats.
0: Is it the same ice cream van where the monster ice cream is? Or is it just a coincidence? No,
2: maybe the ice cream van's like the mystery machine. So actually the good guy has an ice cream van.
0: Oh, nice! And
2: one night, his uh, Mr. Whippy machine gets possessed, and a big ice cream demon sneaks out onto the streets.
0: Great, excellent! And, so, and he yeah, can only really
2: kill it by sticking a cone through its heart.
0: And the crimes start off quite small fry, but for some reason, they know that it's done by ice cream because it's the so, trail of sprinkles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the local police force aren't investigating it yet because it's small crime. Nice, However. Clever. It is affecting his sales because the public know that it's been caused by some ice cream from his machine, Mm -hmm. therefore he takes it upon himself to investigate said crime. Excellent. Ice cream. Uh, Have you ever
2: met an ice cream van man?
0: Or woman? Well, I remember famously, I say famously, you might not remember this yourself, but uh, Rupert Grint, who played Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter films. Yeah. There was a brief He became an ice cream man. There was a brief period where, like, Emma Watson... Mm -hmm. Was doing more films. Danny Radcliffe was doing more films. Rupert Grint bought an ice cream van. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: true. With the money he made from Thunderpants?
0: And apparently... Yeah, exactly. With the money he made from Thunderpants...
2: Thunderpants is arguably the most Dream Factory film in the real world. <laughs> Don't you think? A man powers a, mission, a NASA mission with his farts. <laughs> if someone emailed it in, we'd go, nah, we're not doing that. That's rubbish.
0: Oh, I love but that. But actually made that. Get in touch... If you could think of a film that is more Dream Factory that actually happened than than, Thunderpants.
2: They can't, they can't. They're a clever bunch, our listeners, but it's
0: Um, an impossible task. And apparently, because he was a famous actor, he didn't charge the kids for the ice cream. But, Mm. unfortunately, a monster came out of his machine, (laughs) and he endeavoured to solve the crimes himself. Nice. Wizards, Hogwarts, we're back to
2: trends. I'd love to be rich enough to drive around the country dishing out ice cream, wouldn't you? What a way to spend a summer. Yeah. What was your your go-to ice cream order from the Ice Cream Man? Because I've got a lot of time to talk about this.
0: So, the thing that's jumped to my mind, because the thing that really, like, when I discovered it was a thing, changed everything, was Mm -hmm. the screwball.
2: Screwball's good. Screwball's good.
0: Which is a plastic cup Mm -hmm. with a piece of bubble gum at the bottom, Mm -hmm. ice cream on top. Plastic spoon. What are you saying?
2: So... First and foremost, the Zap Lolly. Do you remember the Zap? No. It's like a multicoloured, marbly, bogey looking lolly. Oh. You can't get them anymore, mate. I think it may be because I was the only person that ate them <laughs> as a child. Zap lollies yeah. they're dead and buried. So if anyone out there's got a, a hookup. You know like how they were selling cans of iron brew for an extortion amount of money before the sugar tax came yeah. in. If anyone's got a zap lolly in their bottom at the bottom of their freezer, I'm talking fifty sheets for that, mate. <laughs> but my revelation, I would argue much greater than the Screwball revelation that you had, was I had an ice cream man, used to come round to my dad's house, and he did a thing called a witch's hat. Which maybe links back into this monster theme.
0: Perfect. I'm always
2: thinking, mate, yes. Ninety nine. Yeah. Instead of a flake, a rocket lolly. One pound forty. Have you ever heard of any I, I honestly used to think this man must be running at a loss. Maybe it was Rupert Grim. <laughs> that is absolutely sensational isn't it so you, you've got your rocket lolly and you're just scooping ice cream out with that you're licking the ice cream off and then you've got a rocket lolly
0: because I was actually about to say another staple from the ice cream van was the rocket lolly stick it in
2: a 99 mate Flipping 99 out. with a flake no I have a 99 with a calippo in it All right. sensational
0: any real world film that's better or more dream factory than Thunderpants mm-hmm. and did you ever have a witch's hat <laughs> <laughs> two big questions Two big questions. Would you like another one from me? Uh, Yes, please. How sensitive are you feeling about football?
2: That's a rubbish idea for a film.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This one's from Kenny. It's uh, the body guardiola.
2: Good, 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 good. It's Guardiola. It's Guardiola. Body Guardiola, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, come on. We're we're loose with the language. Pep Guardiola.
0: I know that that is a person that exists.
2: Oh, does he exist, mate?
0: What more can you tell me?
2: Probably the greatest coach in modern times. Okay, revolutionised the game. And presided over Barcelona's most ever successful period, winning the Champions League and the league. Yeah. And all that. Uh, Messi's best years, probably. Then he took. A, I don't know if it was between this job and that job. Took us a battle call in New York. I mean, Very nice. not You know, Sam Allardyce isn't doing that. Is he? He's eating a Big Mac in a pub. <laughs> took us back in New York. Managed Bayern Munich, and now is the coach at Man City. He builds beautiful football teams that play beautiful footballs.
0: On a less football-y note, a colleague I work with once uh, said that she really liked Ken Ravioli. <laughs> and it was only after 45 minutes we realised she meant to say Pep Guardiola. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ken Ravioli <laughs> is the name of a player through the years when Pro Evolution Soccer didn't have the licence to any yeah. names or any teams and they would have to like, repurpose them. Like, so David Hawken. Like, Cholton would be like, South East London Reds, up front. <laughs> Ken Ravioli. (laughs) Oh, Uh, man.
0: Would he be a good bodyguard?
2: Yeah, I think he would be a good bodyguard. He wears, quite often wears like a black turtleneck.
0: Very bodyguard. And he's got
2: a shaved head. Perfect. I mean, you're describing a bodyguard here, aren't you? Yeah, he'd be a sensational bodyguard, I think. He would, but re- he would revolutionise how how bodyguards even are. So, like you, th- you think of a traditional bodyguard earpiece, you know, standing very close to the person they're guarding. Yeah, Guardiola would have like a whole new tactic. He'd probably have like three or four bodyguards, <laughs> but they can kind of move. They're very fluid about where they are on the person at any one time. It- it'd be like he would. Ba- the film is him revolutionising security.
0: So he'd walk <laughs> up. This isn't obviously for bodyguarding a person, e.g., the bodyguard. This is bodyguarding. Now, I'm essentially talking about someone who stands outside of a pub, which is a bouncer. Bouncer, yeah. But if he was getting into the world of bouncing, right, what we would have. How do you become a bouncer? It's a great question. You have to get big. Let's go back.
2: What? You have to just get big and then walk up to a pub. I reckon uh, what I've actually heard is the only way you can become a bouncer is by beating up the current bouncer and trashing the pub. That's the only way that you can get the job.
0: is that how you become a king?
2: Sim- yeah, well, they're kings of the pubs, mate. <laughs> um, that's the only way you can become a bouncer.
0: So Guardiola's uh, bouncing technique is you walk up to the person you think is the bouncer, yeah, and then from the left Switch- someone comes in, ID, please. <laughs>
2: yeah. ah. And you're all over the place. Before you know it, you're <laughs> being thrown out. Um, would you like one from me? Yes, please, Swimming Joel. with mermen. This is from Stephen. Rob Brydon is a merman.
0: Oh, because there's a... So Rob Brydon's got a um, synchronised swimming film.
2: It it looks like a feel-good British comedy to me. Yep. Swimming with Men. I mean, terrible title. Yeah. When I see a title that bad, I assume it's based on a book of that title. Mm. Uh, But imagine, right, if Rob Brydon was a Welsh merman. You into it? Just off the coast of Barry?
0: Exactly. I mean... Rob Bryden play would play an excellent merman.
2: Yeah, he would big time.
0: There's not many mermen.
2: No, in Neptune
0: is and is Aquaman technically a merman? Mm, does he have a little fin? I don't know.
2: I can't remember how he swims. Does he just swim like a normal like Ian Thorpe or something? He swims bloody fast. Oh, something. he's quick. I'm not disputing that. But does it, do his legs go into a little fin?
0: I don't know. That would be a question for an excellent comic book fan to let us know. Is one of, and I, I bet you I bet you it's one of those things where you go well technically through the 80s in the depiction yeah. he had a th- fin, but actually since then he's just a very fast swimmer yeah much love to the comic book fans out
2: there <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting on the on similar thread you know manatees Yeah. people at sea used to think they were sexy sirens
0: yeah I can see it
2: what, what do you see <laughs> you, you're attracted
0: to manatees don't knock your teeth right away Hmm? <laughs> Don't knock it till you tried it. Being attracted to I'm manatees. not going to try it. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't blame you. They used to think, I mean, how long, how long, did you how how long do you have to be, to be to see at see the, sea? To think. There we go. Before you That's fancy a, woman.
2: a manatee. That sounds like a sea, a sea shanty, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. How long do you have to be at sea? Before ye make eyes at a manatee. Hey, ho, I'd have been a fucking ho, good pirate. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always said it, Joe. Um, let's go and write a pirate musical.
0: <laughs> yeah? All right. What happens in. The, so, it's a, it, Right. Swimming with men? Yeah. Is.
2: A us be fair,
0: in the vein of Mon- uh, Monty Python? Monty,
2: Piss- it's in the vein of. Um, What's the strippy one? A full Monty. Thank the you. The Full Monty Python. Hang on. Save, <laughs> save that for next week. Eric Idle gets his knob out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's in the vein of Monty Python, or I don't know, Bend It Like Beckham, or something like that. A gang of people get together, have a fun time. Yeah, they overcome some adversity, I imagine. So it's save a, a pub. It's middle aged They save a pub with synchronized <laughs> swimming. So it's middle-aged men, you know, a bit sad about their lives and their bodies. They get together for a swimming club and they start synchronized swimming. And at the end, they end up, I don't know, competing at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the sequel, so of mermen, they've got so good at synchronized swimming, <laughs> swimming. The only competition they have, a merman.
2: Yeah, amazing. They take on everyone on land, <laughs> so they head out to sea to take on a manatee. That's the film done. You're welcome, Stephen.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds.
0: What about this one from Mike Mm -hmm. Going Commando A retired Black Ops Commando Brackets The Rock obviously Has his favourite pair of underpants stolen And sets out on a one man mission To take down the criminals that are holding them ransom
2: Okay now Why have they stolen the pants?
0: Great question What would be of value I mean if it's the real Rock's pants Probably some You get a couple quid on eBay
2: Maybe they want his Black Ops DNA To create an (gasps) army of super soldiers
0: Here we go I was going to say frame him for a crime I like yours better
2: <laughs> <laughs> what sort of crime would you frame someone for by leaving their pants lying around
0: <laughs> or just the DNA from the pants oh yeah so they, just the so pants like at a crime there'd scene there would be a dead person no not the pants just the DNA so they'd be like <laughs> well a man's penis has <laughs> been <laughs> all over the walls but I, the I like the that idea of just leaving a pair
2: of pants <laughs> and nothing else behind the crime scene and he left no trace Apart from his used pants.
0: (laughs) It's like some sort of pervert serial killer. Oh, that leaves leaves a a calling card.
2: Leaves his dirty (laughs) skid-marked pants. Anyway, they want to make an army of super soldiers. (laughs) uh, And The Rock has to go and claim back his pants before they can clone him. And in the end, he obviously fights himself. Yeah. And they're both completely naked.
0: (laughs) How do you know which one's the clone and which one's him? (laughs) Um,
2: He... Hmm... (laughs) Has a barcode on his gooch.
0: <laughs> you can't see that for most of the fighting, just um, on his bum. No, the
2: rock, ca- the rock has to really look at <laughs> <laughs> uh, his own oh. gooch, which I'll be honest, you don't often get to do. And, I mean, you could, you could squat over a mirror or something, but who wants to do that?
0: And I'm saying it right now, He's... he probably has a very photogenic gooch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like ripped, not ripped. <laughs> I mean, it's not ripped, but it's toned. He's got a toned little gooch.
0: (laughs) Fucking hell. What is happening?
2: When we came in here, I didn't think I'd be describing The Rock's gooch. (laughs) Now I am. I can't really think about anything else. Uh. Have you got another film for me? Yeah,
0: actually. um, This one's from Cassian. Journey to the Centre of the Rock. I mean... Oh,
2: you're having a laugh. (laughs) We've already been there. (laughs) We've just been there. He literally just spent a lot of time there. And so was The Rock.
0: <laughs> where Nick Cage and Sean Connery are shrunken to tiny size to enter Dwayne The Rock Johnson to stop Ed Harris from destroying The Rock. There's so much going, yeah, on, there's a lot there, going on
2: there. I was hoping it would be actually a really emotional film where The Rock's like, I'm only known for my muscles. It's time to find me. Yeah. Starting at the Gooch. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's the way to a man's heart. The goof. If you've got lost, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, um,
2: oh dear! I, I, the rock I, I,
0: this, the uh, rock this, the rock that, but no one wants to know about Dwayne. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the most times in my life. I like I've said the word Gucci, <laughs> without a doubt. I don't they, do they call it a taint in America. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like international that. listeners <laughs> that don't know what a Gucci is. Gucci is a brand, right? I Never realised how disgusting <laughs> that is. I've never ever thought about
0: it. Was the probably buy it. That's pretty Gucci. <laughs> Disgusting.
2: It sounds like Gucci sounds like a marketplace rip off.
0: I'm so sorry to all the listener.
2: <gasps> right John, I'm going to pitch you my own film idea now. Great. It's Mission Wim Possible. Yeah? Wim Hof is an evil mastermind <laughs> who lures Tom Cruise to extreme conditions to fight him. Okay. so, so like Tom Cruise is like up Everest. And Wim's like, don't Wim's topless. Yeah, obviously. Gooch out to the wind, because his gooch can't get is too hot or too cold. Is his gooch on the top? His, no, he's not wearing anything. Oh, you said he,
0: topless first.
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. But he's also bottomless. Um, his, the thing about Wim Hof is his yeah. gooch has never been too hot or too cold. So if you don't know who Wim Hof is, he can regulate his body temperature um, seemingly by the power of his mind. And, you know, there's videos of him just, like, sat atop a mountain in the snow at minus 40 degrees being like, I don't know what you're worried about not even got a scarf on.
0: Yeah.
2: Um but you can also deal with like the Sahara desert. So what I'm thinking is he's leading Ethan Hawke hunt. Ethan Hunt.
0: Ethan Hawke's an actor.
2: He's also in this. <laughs> um he's leading Ethan Hunt to like the four most extreme conditions on earth to put together pieces of a thing.
0: What are those four conditions? Fire, well, wind, <laughs> ice.
2: So, I'm talking humid rainforest. <laughs> Yeah, top of Everest. Yeah, Sahara Desert.
0: Mm.
2: The Central Line at five p.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I was just on a tube before I got here. Yeah, and it was a real test. Imagine how good at commuting Wim Hof is. <laughs> He's so good at it.
2: Um, anyway, so that that's the idea. That's the premise for the film.
0: I like how do you it. Feel about it? It's very cinematic. All those apart from the the tube. Tube's great in cinema. Apart from that time in the second Thor movie where they're in Greenwich and he get he has to go to Central, some somewhere in Central. And yeah. they're like it's just two stops mate oh, yeah, which it isn't it's not for the international listener that's not two
2: stops don't try it don't follow for the international listener look at your tube map and don't take travel advice from Thor <laughs> 2
0: the da- the one that people don't even like yeah it's not Ragnarok the
2: dark world's actually a nickname for my gooch
0: what
2: <laughs> yours is weirdly Ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> For the,
0: for the record um, just in case people get confused Ragnarok all the directions in Ragnarok are perfect
2: yeah, yeah and, they are. perfectly yeah, accurate yeah, yeah. that's why it was such a great film
0: <laughs> so he's in all these destinations so right in the rainforest he has to get something has to go like he has to fight some sort of massive animal or he yeah, has to get big croc. drowned for a bit like it can't just be the fact that it's
2: humid. There's a monsoon. It's not very cinematic. Do I not mention the big monsoon? Oh, yeah, because it's not very
0: cinematic. Tom Cruise going, oh, it's
2: humid. not been not very good on the big screen, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's hard a difficult thing to portray. Just before
0: the take, you can spray some, like, spray on Tom Cruise. Because I would imagine, off camera, much like Wim Hof, Tom Cruise can probably also regulate his own body temperature at the drop of a hat. So, yeah, monsoon. I can't remember the rest you said. Sahara. Sahara. Desert Monsoon.
2: <laughs> Desert, ah uh, the worst. Mon uh, Everest. Everest and the Central Line.
0: Good. Mon- What's your idea, John? Mon- monsoon on the Central Line.
2: <laughs> That's there- the name of your second album.
0: There's something about Mary Poppins.
2: Good. That's horrible. What, she got sperm in her hair? Is that that film? <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't remember what happens in Mary... It, not Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins yeah. I don't know what happens mm-hmm. in Mary Poppins. I, I don't
2: know anything that happens in this. There's something about Mary
0: it's like a raunchy Ben Stiller comedy. Yeah. from the With Lee so Evans in his one film he? role. No. Yeah. Mousetrap. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Don't step to me on the Lee Evans filmography, mate. Did you not see me on Mastermind? Uh, yeah. I don't know anything that happens in Something About Mary, but we can make Mary Poppins sexy. Mmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that's what's going to happen. So, we haven't seen a proper trailer for the new Mary Poppins that's coming out at the end of the year. It's
2: so sexy. It's an 18. (laughs) All for foreign listeners.
0: This year, Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's my favourite sexy music. (laughs) You immediately know something's about to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she's got that massive. Sack. <laughs> oh, what the the one where she can like pull out big things from, you know? Mm,
2: yeah, you're trying not to say dildos. <laughs> I get you. I get you. This has been the sexiest episode <laughs> of this show ever, which is saying something because it's not been particularly sexy. <laughs> uh, it's a very low bar. Mary Poppins is sexy. I've always thought it. <laughs> I've always thought it's something
0: maternal about her. You just made it. Bit of pussy there. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, that's sad. Um, <laughs> Um, did little um, diddle-y. yeah, thank you very much. Um, right before we go, we've
2: got to pick a winner, yeah. Don, uh, which of the films pitched today
0: do you think are the, are the creme de la creme? I think it's a double win because there was accidental teamwork b- between Cassian and Mike, yeah, uh, for going commando and journey to the center of I the think, rock.
2: I think Cassian and Mike should get together,
0: going commando colon journey to the (laughs) centre of the rock I think that's probably about time to wrap up Uh,
2: we know it's the end of the show because there's a rat-tat-tat at the studio door and entering the room it's holy the bloody rock isn't it he's come with a load of body paint (laughs) and there's a certain part of him he wants you to stroke on
0: there's not enough paint there mate
2: Oh, that was fun, John. You've been in the south, in and around the south coast. Yeah, what's it like down there? Oh, did you have a scone,
0: coasty. Um, yes, mm, yeah, yes, I did. Um, I would like to official. I, I have nothing to report from my trip to the coast, apart from the fact that uh, public service announcement. Always make sure when you're applying sun cream that you hit all areas, because uh, there's Cone about the gooch. A, there's <laughs> there's about an inch around my ankles between where the socks start. Stocks finish mm-hmm. and the short started. Where...
2: <laughs> pretty crazy really for high. you, John. That's pretty crazy for you.
0: <laughs> and uh, where I applied sun cream, you're lucky you which weren't caught on a bright red um, oh. and painful. It looks so. like you
2: have had like an, an aggressive ankle tag off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> good. Before we go today, I would like to make a shout out to George, who recently, was trying to convince people to do stuff for the podcast, mm-hmm. I kind of got a bit carried away and yep. maybe. In- maybe suggested some really extreme things that people should do including this one's quite innocent blood sacrifice well he's also done the blood sacrifice but we're not going to talk about that he um, I asked everyone to change their email signature on their work email to mention the Dream Factory and uh, there's photo evidence there
2: well look there's a few people out there that won't be happy about that because he's declared himself the number one Dream Factory fan so if you think you're a bigger fan than George you've got to do something more extreme than that I'm thinking tattoos (laughs)
0: Please don't.
2: Face and neck tattoos.
1: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.